To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. We've got new data from New Zealand Rugby on how many of us are taking up the game. So there's a drop in male teenage participation, down 2%, uh, but there is a 20% increase in women and girls playing. So at Community Rugby, uh, the tackle height trial, that's being extended for another couple of years. So there's lots going on in that area. The New Zealand Rugby GM of Community Rugby, Steve Lancaster, is with us. Morning, Mike. Morning, Mike. With these participation numbers, where would you describe the state of the game? How would you describe the state of the game as you see it at the moment? Uh, the game is rebounding post-COVID. Uh, so no, yeah, numbers are, numbers are getting back to where they were um, before we entered the pandemic. Okay, male-wise, they're down a little bit. Male uh, females are up significantly. One, why are females up significantly? And two, are those numbers sustainable? Do you think? Yeah, there's a couple of reasons uh, why the female numbers are so positive. Mike, um, the first um, is the, the World Cup last year, which uh, yeah we had a really high profile around the country. Um, team performed really well. Um, they were great role models. Uh, for young women and girls around the country. Uh, and secondly, there's been significant investment in infrastructure uh, throughout the country. So our provincial unions and clubs have worked really hard to upgrade facilities, uh, to stand up competitions and grades, which means there are more opportunities to play. And that was out of the Silver Lake deal, that money that went into painting the sheds and changing the sheds and the posts and stuff like that? Yeah, that's right. That's right. A big part of that was the, the direct uh, cash distribution to clubs, which most of them uh, have applied to um, ensuring that their facilities are more um, gender friendly. And do you see your part of the game that you look after, this this participation side of the game, as completely separate to elite? Or if you get enough people playing on a Saturday, they will eventually, some of them, go on to be All Blacks or Black Ferns? More, more the latter, Mike. So, you know, traditionally we've, we've viewed participation and high performance as a, a pyramid where you know, the, the, the pointy end sits on top of a, a really wide base. But um, that's probably changing a little bit in terms of its shape now and, you know, sports models evolve, but we very much see a, a strong uh, interconnection between the community game and pathways through to um, high performance and professional rugby. And do you know anything about where these people come from? Are these people taking up sport for the first time or are you pulling them in from other sports? Again, it's a bit of both, but certainly there's a lot of crossover. And again, when I, when I talk about the work that provincial unions have done to stand up grades, you know, they've been quite innovative. So they're offering grades on uh, Friday nights or Sundays so that, you know, um, players can, can still play netball or hockey or engage in other other sports without having to uh, give those up to play rugby. Yeah, and, and, and given what we saw in the World Cup, how difficult is the game, do you think, these days in general in attracting people to play it in terms of problems around the head, uh, the tackle trials, how dangerous it is, all of that stuff? Yeah, well, and, and that's one of the challenges, right, is that people see the game uh, on, on television played by professionals and think that that's the one that they'll be playing on a Saturday at their local club. And in fact, the games are quite different now. They're played under the, the same law set, but actually, um, you know, the, the levels, the intensity, the levels of contact, um, and in fact, some of the law interpretations ever. So we have a, we have a lower tackle height for community rugby uh, than what we have for professional rugby. So there are some, some pretty significant differences that impact on um, the risk profile for community participants. All right, so appreciate it very much, Steve Lancaster, who's uh, the GM of Community Rugby. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.